This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray, a member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Good morning. This is Pastor Callie with Warrior Watch. I hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. Today I have one of my favorite preachers in the land, and that is Jack Mooring, uh, amazing man of God, uh, amazing teacher, preacher, speaker, but most of all, an amazing young man that really loves Jesus. And we're going to be talking about our promised land today and really going in and and getting what is ours and uh, and really capturing what God has already promised us. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about that this week and next week. Promised Land 1, Promised Land 2. It's time for you to get everything that God's called you to get. It's time for you to step into your Promised Land and walk out your destiny. So, um, Jack, introduce yourself. Hey, so, hi guys. I'm Jack Mooring. Like she said, she's my aunt, Pastor Callie. Uh, as I call her, and she's an amazing woman of God, as you guys know, and um, I'm actually living back in Baytown now. Uh, I was in Nashville for a while. I pastored a church there, but my wife and I just moved back to Texas, and we're on staff here at Celebration of Life Church, uh, serving here. I teach here about twice a month and yes. and uh, fill other roles and serve with small groups and stuff like that, but we're excited about what God's doing. Uh, I just love to talk about the gospel and all of its implications, and I just uh, I love I love Jesus, and so I, I love to see people um, come to the knowledge of Jesus and what's possible in in Christ. You know, there's something about not only getting saved and and really turning your life over to Jesus, but there is another aspect of really allowing God to be the complete Lord of your life. Yeah. And then begin to believe, really believe that every promise in this book is actually mine. Yes. Pastor Jack, every promise. And so let's talk about, let's, let's, I want you to just really kind of explore this whole subject of, of walking in my promised land and acquiring what is mine. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, we, we settle, you know, and uh, the Christian life is less about uh, learning and more about rem- remembering. Right. Uh, we just we forget so easily. Um, that's why it's so important the, the the weekly worship service to come into a, some kind of gathering every week. Yes. You know, uh, with other believers physically in a room because we need to be reminded. And this this world is doing everything it can. The enemy is doing everything he can to make us forget yes. who we are and what we have in Christ. And it's a constant barrage. Okay. Right. Billboards are trying to make you forget. Yes, you know, yes. uh, you go to Costco and it's you know everything's packaged to make you forget, and it's packaged to to to, to sell to sell you something that's saying you don't have enough. You know, right? Buy this, become this, and and so it's important that we're in the Word of God. We're we're constantly in environments where other believers were challenged. I had a had a conversation yesterday with two of our close friends, Leland and I, sat down for coffee with them, and. It, you know, went into the conversation just normal kind of morning, you know, left the conversation like I, I could, you know, 
could fly. You know right, what I mean? Run through a tree, leap over exactly. A wall. It was just after an hour of spending time with with believers who are encouraging one another. So we need that because we forget. Even yeah. the best of us, the most mature of us, life, uh, a bad morning or, or you know a bad few days can kind of just knock us a few ways. So we have to continually reorient our lives to the truth. Yes. And remind ourselves the promises of God, what's possible in Christ. Yes. And immerse our minds in that on a continual yes. basis because, yes. because we forget. Yes. And, and so, so yeah, that, that's, this idea of the promised land really comes down to that, just reminding ourselves you know, what's possible. Yeah, and there's you're so right. Even after you give your life to Jesus, if you're not careful, I found myself at times believing the lie that I can't. You know, she can have that, but I yes. can't have that. Yes. Or he can. I can believe. I can believe God for you to have a miracle in that area, but you don't really know who I am. That's exactly. You right. know, I know everything about me, and, and the truth is, the truth is, Jesus knows everything about me. Yes. It, the yes. truth is, all of us have areas that we're not happy about. We're, we're a work in progress. Yeah. But when Jesus died on that cross, he died to redeem me from everything I lost in yes. the garden. Yes. And he wants me to walk into my promised land and retrieve my goods. Yes, yes. And that's not just physical things. That's mo- emotional, mental, relational, financial you know, spiritual most of all, because the Bible says, as my soul prospers, so does everything else. Yes, and, and Graham Cook says this a lot, and I love it. He says, give, give Jesus his stuff. And so, so, so often we keep what's not ours, okay? Unforgiveness, pain, uh, uh, fear. Jesus died for all that on the cross. Yes. And he's saying, give me my stuff. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Give to me. I paid for it. Yeah. Like give, give me that fear, that worry, that anxiety. So, so we keep the stuff that no longer belongs to us, and then, and then we forget to go get the stuff that does belong to us. Yes, joy, life, healing, you know, uh, uh, peace. And so, giving to Jesus what doesn't belong to us anymore—worry, anxiety, fear, you know, all that stuff—and and going and getting what does belong to us in Christ now. And so, uh, exploring that. And, and you're right. You know, we we kind of. We don't know what we don't know sometimes, and, and we we don't realize the limitations we're putting on ourselves. That's why it's so important to get with the Holy Spirit, to not just read the Word, but let the Word read us. Yes, right. Yes, <laughs> and go like uh, you know, look in the mirror of the Word, examine our life compared to what we see in there, and right. go, oh wow, I'm thinking small, right. you know, and not in a condemnation, but but in, in a hopeful way, and let the Holy Spirit say, this is a limitation you put on yourself, Jack, right here. You know, you, you can, you're reading about Joshua right here. See how Joshua lived. You can live that way too, you know, and let the Holy Spirit, you know, redefine and, 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 and take the limits off. Yeah. He wants to, you know, there's things that I think all of us are proud of in our family lineage. I mean, it doesn't matter yep. who we are. We can look back and find something to be proud of in our family lineage, but much more of the time, there's a lot of things generational things that we're not proud of. So true. And, and you know, the Bible and a walk with God, the Bible, the, the Logos word, the Rhema word, which yes. my daily, you know, intimacy with Jesus. Yes. My relationship with Jesus is designed to rewrite my story. That's so good. That's so good. It's designed to rewrite my story into a story of fruitfulness, joy, love, abundance, more than enough, 
promised land. Yes. But we're going to have to face some things. My friend Jenny yeah. <laughs> preached a message called Facing Your Giants. And we've got to face, you know, the promised land is a lot of times occupied by giants that yeah. we have not faced, like fear, yes. worry, doubt, generational curses, things that we've allowed to yes. rule and reign in our life that are not meant to be there anymore. we got to drive them out with the word of God. And, 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 yeah, and, and this is what I love, too, since my mom and, and, and you, you know, uh, I, my mom will get me riled up sometimes. I, I love it when she gets worked up, like like holy righteous indignation yes. about about the enemy messing with us. Yes, and she's like, sometimes you got to get mad at the yes. at, at the enemy, you know, uh, at that righteous anger to to drive it out. Sure. And and uh, and so so and it's, it's cool that you brought that up because yes, there the there are giants in the land. Okay, so we get saved, right? We get rescued out of Egypt. Yay, we sing songs about that. We right. love the fact that we're rescued out of Egypt. Right. It's amazing. It's right. incredible. It's the it's the gospel. Well, that's one part of the gospel, us being rescued from Egypt, being forgiven of our sins. The second part of the gospel is us entering the promised land. Yeah. And so many times we camp out in the desert. Right. You know, you know what should have taken them, what, you know. Uh, uh, 40 uh, days. 40 days. Took them 40 years. Took them 40 years. <laughs> and so we're so, we're, we're, we're fine with just hanging out in the desert, eating manna. You yeah, know, God, God, God provided for them just enough and talk about, you know, uh, oh, thank God, God saved us from Egypt. The problem with that is that when we're not, when we don't enter into the promised land, we begin to live a life that actually makes us go, maybe, maybe Egypt wasn't so bad. Yeah. That's what they started to say. They, they started to go, you know, uh, when they weren't pressing forward in what God had called them to do, when they got stagnant, they put themselves in the position of actually going back to Egypt. Anytime, here's what I found myself in my own walk. Anytime I'm looking back, I am not spiritually where I need to be. That, that's so good. That's such a good indicator. In it really is. It's like a warning sign. Callie, you're not focused on the goodness of God. Wow. You're not focused on what I'm taking you to. You are looking back. When you think about Lot's wife, when did she turn wow. when did she turn into a pillar of salt? When she looked back. So true. When she looked back, there's something about looking back that is an indicator, like you said, that hey, something Something in my spiritual GPS. Like a check, a, it's a check engine light. It's a check engine light. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think that's good. And, and, and you know, uh, um, someone uh, heard him say, he said, we're, we're not called to be uh, past present or present past. A lot of us are present past. Uh-huh. In the present, we look at the past. We're called to be present future. Jesus, help us. Let me yeah. pray right now. Yeah. Lord, I just declare that anyone yes, that's Father. listening right now that is struggling with present past and God, yes. I have been there. I have... I have struggled with that on and off in my life. The enemy wants me to look at what I shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda has to be laid down. And I just come against every spirit of... That makes you want to stay in regret and in pain and in a grief state. I declare that we are going to be present, future, yes. and God, we are not. We're going to enjoy the moment and look for and look toward the promises of God being established yes. in our yes. lives. We are walking out our destiny. We're stepping yes. into the promised land. We're facing fears. We're facing giants of all kinds. But you are the one that's doing the fighting. All you've asked us to do is just walk in. Yes. Yes. If we'll walk in and obey you. And Lord, I just thank you that we are living present future. Thank you, Jack, for bringing that up. Yeah. That's so powerful. Yeah. It, it, and I, I, I think, you know, um, um, it's, it's, it's in Joshua chapter one, he, he, about the giant thing. Cause that, that's, that's important, you know, that the promised land has milk and honey, but it also has giants. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, 
you know, we live in a world of resistance. Right. We have an enemy who, who prowls about like a lion, seeking whom he may devour, you know, coming to steal, kill, and destroy, John 10, 10. And so it, it, God's talking to Joshua here before he goes into the, the, the promised land. They're, they're standing at the precipice, literally, of, of, of what they're about to step into. And he says in, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 6, and can, can I read it really quick? Absolutely. Is that cool? that time? Uh, uh, be strong and courageous. Okay, and, and many of us heard this verse before, so, so just kind of take off your religious ears and, and put on just new ears for a second. Be strong and courageous. Like if God told me that and I was him, I'd be like, what's over there, God? Like, yeah, oh, what's getting what, ready to happen? What, wait, wait, wait a second. This ain't a good opener. Why, why did you start with that? Why did you start with that? Uh, uh, why, can you just start with, I love you, it's going to be okay? And he's like, you know, he, he started off with, be strong, be strong and courageous. And courageous. You have to be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. He says it again, second time. Be careful to obey all the law that my service, servant Moses gave you and do not turn from it to the right or the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Wow, that's so beautiful. So he's promising success. He's promising, says, you know, uh, and he goes on to say, I'll, I'm never going to, I'll be with you wherever you go. I'm never, not going to leave you. But but it's, it's, it's you're going to meet resistance and you're going to have to have courage. Yes. And, but as long as you will simply just step out in courage, that's all I'm asking you to do. You to do. I'm asking you to, to be courageous. And then I'm asking you to, to uh, th- three things. He said, he said, uh, do what I command you to do. Right. Uh, um, uh, speak my my word. Yeah, so do what God that. says. Okay. Say what God says. Uh-huh. And think, meditate on my word. Think what God thinks. So so that's the roadmap. I like that. So do what God says. Yeah, do what God says. That's so good. Say what God says. Now, now let's break that down, yeah. Jack. Do what God says. Say what God says. And think what God thinks. And think, I'm writing this down. And think. What God thinks, you know. Now, I am pretty. I'm in in my life now. I'm breaking everything down into a daily routine. Yes. Because I've my my personality by nature and my gifting by nature is prophetic and futuristic. Yes. 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 That's a great. That's a great thing. But in my life, being present is really important. So when you're saying do what God says, what God is saying is do what I say daily. Yes. Yes. And and, and, and and that's it. That's it. Because because you know, especially people who are visionaries, you know, uh, you can either get inspired by the future or crushed by the future. Right. You know, and we want to be inspired about the future, but not crushed by the future. Right. You know? And so the way to not be crushed by the future is to say, what am, what am I? What can I do now? Do you what know? God says today. Yes. Be obedient well, to today. Today, today, Jack and I are doing a podcast and doing BPN radio, and I'm yes. enjoying it so much. This is what we're doing today. Today. I'm spending time with Minerva, who I love so much, and yes. we're talking about Sunday school. Today, I had prayer this morning and encouraged somebody. So do what God says today. Many times people, and, and we do this, I think we should set goals and we work towards you know goals, maybe yearly goals, monthly goals, but it's really about what we do every day Yes, that leads us to victory. So do what that, God says today, that, say what God says today, and think what God says to think today. Yeah. Th- think, think the way God thinks. And I, I think that's the thing that separates Christianity from self-help be, 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 because, because th- there's a lot of people out there that say set goals, do your thing. And, and that's, that's self-help. Christianity is, is I have died and my life is hidden with Christ in God. Yes. Okay. 
So even if I never quote unquote succeed in this area or that area, that's not what it's about. It's about my life is hidden with Christ and God. I, I could die right now and, and I'm, I'm happy. You know, I, I, like I have everything I need in Jesus. So there's that absolute contentment in Christ and Christ in us makes us hope for glory Yes. at the same time. So, so there's a contentment, but there's also pushing for more into the promised land. Yes. So there's that balance and a healthy balance. So, so yeah, we do what God, do, God uh, says. We just simply obedient. What, what's something you can just be obedient to today? You know, yes. Yes. and it's that simple. And then celebrate that. Uh, and then, then, then uh, and, and to realize it's a process, for, first of all, too. It's a daily process. Joshua, if you look at the books, this is actually a, a good case study of how to enter the promised land. Read the book of Joshua. It took them several years, battle after battle. Now, they were having successes. Yes. They were defeating the enemy. They had a few defeats, some successes and defeats. It's a perfect picture of, of, of the process of, of, of realizing who we are in Christ Jesus fully. Right. It's a journey. Right, and so there's successes, there's some failures, but you're you're gaining ground. Yeah, you're they may taking lose ground. a battle, but they're not losing the war. That's exactly right. And they were having successes; they're gaining ground, but it was a process. Right. And so I'm sure there were days where Joshua had to wake up in the morning and go, "Okay, I, we we had that success. Praise God, awesome. Okay, be strong and courageous. Do what God commanded me to do. Awesome. And 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 he would feel that presence. So so it realizing that it is is a process and a journey. It is. So do what God says daily. I love this. Say what God says. Now that can be tricky. Yeah. Because um, we know what God says, and but sometimes when the circumstance looks just the opposite and God's promise, that's why the prophetic is so powerful. Yes. Um, you, you use the prophetic in the face of the enemy. I, I told this story uh, uh, this last week when I preached out about our, our friend in uh, Frida White in Cleveland who was really sick, diagnosed with something that was going to kill her. I mean, wow. you know, that they said, this is going to kill you. And she pulled out the prophetic word of things that, that had been spoken that she believed God was going to do. Like now they have all kinds of minister mi ministries in that city for the poor. They have yes. a thrift shop. They have a food program. I mean, they do a, a million and one things. But at that point, they were not doing it yet. And she got sick. But she pulled out the prophetic work and said, Lord, you said this about me. Wow. And, this is, and I know I'm supposed to do that, and I haven't done this yet. Awesome. And I'm going to live to do this. And God healed her. God gave her a strategy for healing. My point is we've got to say what God says yes. in the face of our giant, in the face of something that looks just the opposite of God's word. Yes. And that is where our faith is strengthened. That's where we build memorials. Yes. That we hold on to in the future when we face things in the future or our children face things. And then thinking what God thinks is just literally replacing your messed up thought with God's word. Yes. Well, and back to the saying when God says, the scripture here literally says, do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. So the word of God, don't let the word of God depart from your mouth. And, and don't let your don't let your mouth wander to the way the world talks, mm -hmm. you know, in, in terms of, of, of just that negativity and just, but say what the word of God says, you know, and, and, you know, and it just continually remind yourself. We, let me say this too, for a second. I was talking to my wife about this. Many people who listen to this are probably, you know, Christians have been Christian for a while. It's interesting. We know all these things. Everything we're telling you right now, you probably know. Right. Okay. The problem is, I, I think, especially people who've been a Christian for a long time, because you know to do this, you can think you're the, you're doing it, and kind of like just take for granted that you're like, because I, I grew up in church, and sometimes I'll like just take for granted that I, 
that I'm doing it, but I'm actually not, you know, yeah. I, I, I look at my speech and wait, I'm, I'm letting the word of God depart from my mouth, you know? And, and so just being aware of what you're saying is, is, is half the battle. You know, we talk about fasting food and that's powerful. I mean, fasting food, fasting, whatever kind of fast, but you know, one of the hardest fasts you'll ever do is a 30 day fast of not saying one negative thing out of your mouth. Wow. That's like, that that and but that could be one of the most life changing yes disciplines because we create our world with our mouth and our mouth is a reflection of our thoughts. Like I'm gonna start that right now. Like you, okay, you know, that's awesome. Th- that that fast know, is starting right now. Yeah, yeah. a thirty day fast of just what what guard the Bible says to guard your mouth. Guard. Yeah, it's it, true. He would not have told us to guard it if it wasn't something that needed to be watched. Yes. He said, "What is a guard? A guard is a watch. A guard is someone that's watching carefully." So you know, I've been working on it. I've you know, I've had I do, I've been really working on it the last ninety days, two hundred twenty yes. days. Just really, I'm, I'm much like what you said. There's been times that I know all this. But then I'll find myself in some really bad patterns, and I'm like, okay, Kelly, watch what comes out of your mouth. Yes. It, yeah. It, 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 and once again, we know this, but uh, it, our words are so creative. They, they, they literally create worlds. They create atmosphere. You know, that, that's that, you know, the image of God is inside of us. We're made in his image. Let me take just a couple of minutes, and we're going to pray and have a song here just to worship, and then we're going to come back. Lord, I just thank you that you are helping us. I thank you that you're helping Jack, you're helping me, and you're helping everyone listen. You're giving us a stronger determination to watch our mouths. Yes. And to to really pray your word and to let the Bible become our complete belief system, not our generational line, not our generational curses, yes. not what my granddaddy thought, not my unless unless they were completely immersed in the word. Yes. But God, your our life is a reflection of, of your word. And I just declare that we are becoming more like you. And we're speaking your word. We're living your word. We're thinking your word. We're doing what you called us to do daily. Yes, and you're God. taking us to the place of destiny. Destiny is getting up every day and doing what God wants you to do. Yes. Many times, many people Jesus. that are listening have been prophesied something that they would do in their lifetime. But we must... We must start today by obeying the Holy Ghost. Lord, I just thank you for that. And we're going to have a song here, and then we'll be right back in a few minutes. Fear you are with 
We're so excited to be talking about the promised land and, and really stepping into our destiny and what God's called us to do. I'm so happy to have Pastor Jack Boring here with me. I'm Pastor Callie Hargraves. We're here from Celebration of Life Church, uh, part of BPN Radio. We love Dale and Jean Gentry. We're yes. so happy for what God is doing through this ministry across the United States and the world, raising up prayer warriors. I want to encourage you to become a part of the network of praying churches uh, and praying people that are really getting behind, uh, I, I believe, a reformation in the church. I believe prayer, everything starts with prayer. Yes. And so I just want to encourage you to pick up the mantle of prayer and know that everything changes. God's way of moving in your life is every time you pray, you literally set the angels, you, you send them messages. God sends angels out to do work for you. And so I just declare that we are raising up prayer warriors. Jack, let's go back into this um, thought process and applying this principle of saying what God says. So, yeah, this is basically a roadmap into the promised land. You know, um, this is the roadmap God gave Joshua. It's very simple. He said, first of all, you got to be strong and courageous. <laughs> And, and, and it takes it takes courage and strength to do all three of these things. Right. To to do what God says, to say to say what God says, uh-huh. uh huh. And, and and finally, uh, to to think what God thinks. Yes. Um, um, he said, meditate on it day and night. Meditate. So so to meditate on the word God day, day and night. That literally that word there means to kind of like ruminate, like cows when they when they eat grass, they have like multiple stomachs, kind of gross, but uh-huh. they have multiple stomachs. And so they'll like chew something and then re-chew it and chew. they just keep chewing on it. And so that, that's what, that's what this word means to meditate, literally just to keep pondering the word of God and thinking on it. And once again, just like with our, what we're saying, uh, uh, we need to think about what we're thinking. You know, you know, I love that word meditate. And, and if you think about meditation, you know, we think about meditation, like sitting in a room, kind of with your two hands out like with a incense. zen. Yeah. yeah. And we think about, and we, we think about meditation when we pray. And many times I'll get before the Lord and I'll just meditate on his word. But meditation is what you do all the time. What, yeah, exactly. What are you constantly thinking about? What are you constantly yes. thinking about? And that is another so gauge and barometer of where you are spiritually. And so if you're constantly thinking about every failure you've ever had or every challenge or you're letting negative thoughts like, you know, uh, I, I, I don't have what this one has. I should be farther along. I should, you know, there's all kinds of negative pathways yep. to enemy. You must, you must, the Bible says that you... You capture those thoughts. Yes. Well, we, we get, what's really cool is, you know, there's moments where I've been like, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall in Jesus's mind. Wow. Yeah. Like, how did he think? Like, what was his thought life like? Well, if you go read the gospels, you do see it. You see the results of it. And I think a perfect example of it was when he was in, you know, the wilderness, uh, uh, being tempted by the enemy. Yes. Because we experience what Jesus experienced in the wilderness every day. You know, that we're, 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 we have that barrage of the world. Right. And it's that tension we feel. It's the now and the not yet. Right. right. The kingdom's come, but it's still not fully there. We're yes. still in occupied territory, enemy territory. Jesus was there in the wilderness. He's physically weak. He'd been, you know, fasting. And the enemy comes. So how did, he, had, he resisted the enemy. The enemy was trying to get him to think the way the enemy thinks, mm-hmm. okay, in terms of, so he t- told him to turn the stone to bread, right? Yeah. And so basically what, what he was trying to tell, tell uh, Jesus is saying, you don't, you don't have what you need right now, you know? You, 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 you need provision. 
you know, turn, turn the stones to bread. Yeah. And basically Jesus said, my, my bread is to do what the Father tells me to do. So it's a total different paradigm. So basically what Jesus was telling Satan is, I'm thinking from a different paradigm. I already have bread. My bread is to be obedient to the Father. It's not, it's not making, feeding my belly right now. Yes. You see, don't even see, understand. The enemy is from a total different paradigm. It's from the selfish me kind of paradigm. So turn the stones to bread so you can eat. And Jesus is going, I don't live that way. I, I have bread from the Father right now that you don't even know of. Wow. Because my so will good, is to yeah. do what, 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 what he does. So it's a total different it's, way it's of thinking. It's fighting the enemy's way of thinking. Right. Um, and, and, and then also, you know, we see that the enemy took him up to a high place and offered him the kingdoms of the world. And he said, already had the kingdom. Is exactly right. And Jesus is saying, Jesus is saying, I'm not going to, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to take a shortcut to that. I'm going to do it the way the father yes, taught him to do it yes. because it's through the cross. It's through the resurrection. Okay. Let's stop right there. I'm not going to take a shortcut. Wow. Yeah. That word shortcut is really where the enemy wants to get all of us. That's so true. He it's, wants us to do it. You can you can get the things, the good things of life, God's way. Yes. Or you can do what the enemy says and take a shortcut. He promises us shortcuts. Yes. When really his shortcuts cuts lead to death and destruction. Yes. And 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 you don't even enjoy the gift when you get it. Well, well God wants to make us rich and add no sorrow with it. Yes. You know, and so the enemy wants to make you rich and kill you. Okay, he'll do whatever, he eventually wants to just kill you. You know, he'll do whatever he can. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I come to give you life and life abundantly. And his way is a journey. It's a process. And, and there's some pain in it sometimes. You know, there, there's, there's some saying no to stuff. There's some fighting some giants. It takes courage. But the, running through it is life. Yes. It's joy. It's peace. It's fulfillment. So the, so the enemy, the devil came to him and said, Turned the stone into bread, and he said, "No, my food's my food yeah. is is doing the will of the Father." And then the enemy came to him and said, "I'll give you all this." In other words, I'll I'll give you a shortcut to all this. Yeah. And he said, "No." What was his answer to him there? He, he, he said, "He said um, I, I can't remember the, the, the exact language, um, but, but basically he, he fought against him. He resisted him. We can pull it up. But then the third one, the third one is that he asked he asked Jesus to to bow down and worship him. Yep. And he said, he basically, Jesus said, you know, uh, well, the, the second one, actually, he said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. That, 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 that was his response to it. Wow. wow. Um, and, and so, for, first of all, asserting our authority over the enemy, he said, you don't have the right to talk to me like that. Right. You don't have the right to, do, to do, do what you're trying to do, do to me, you know. And so, so resisting the enemy. And then finally, yeah, he, he, he asked Jesus to bow down and worship him. And that's ultimately what the enemy wants. He wants us to, to worship him. And so it's it's a matter of, of worship. It's a matter of worshiping the Father. Well, um, Lucifer's been looking for worship since the fall. I mean, yeah. Since he fell out of heaven. He wanted what God had. Yes. And so he lost. And he's still wanting to try to deceive us to worship him. Yes. So so that, 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 that that's a key to victory in terms of that, that's a little glimpse into Jesus resisting the enemy, the temptation, what we experience every day. So it was, it, it was, it was you know, saying, I have everything I need from the Father with bread. It was saying... You don't have the right to, to, to tip me like this. Like, just shut up, basically. Right. You know, resist him. And then finally, he said, I don't worship you. You know? Yeah, you're nothing. Like, I live, I live for my father. I worship him. And, and just and, and begin to worship God. And, and what's amazing after that, the, the Bible says the angels came and ministered to Jesus. It's so cool that God, like, God knows when we've had to resist the enemy and we've taken some hits and we've been fighting. 
it was amazing. His presence always comes. Yes. Like it always. He knows exactly when we need his presence. Yes. When we need that. When we need to feel him. Yes. You know. There's times we do it. You know. God, I don't feel you right now, but I'm just going. We're just by faith, and that's so good. But then he knows when we need to feel him. Yes. He knows when we need ministry, and even Jesus did in that moment. So angels literally came and ministered. Isn't that cool? That is it, so good. So. So, so that that's that's the process of entering the promised land of, of resisting the enemy and just just keeping uh, being obedient. That is so good, and I'm so excited about this kind of revelation. And you know, I've been serving God since I was 16 years old, but you never serve God long enough that you don't need to be reminded of these things. Never, never. reminded of well, these the things. word of God. It's it, it's it's like uh, it's an infinite amount of layers. Okay, so as long as you're living, you just peel back different layers. Like, whoa, that's that's amazing, and it, this journey never stops. Yeah, you know? what I found that the Word of God does for me is like, it's like a, a scale, and my flesh can tip me tip me the wrong direction, yes, and yes. the Word of God levels me out. That's so true. That's <laughs> it's so just true. like, okay, Callie, this is all way out, of, but here, let's bring some balance to well, it. And this is why. So, so God sees Joshua here. About to go into this huge, uh, 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 all these battles, this process of seven years of, of, of fighting the enemy. But it was also a joyful process. Man, they were, they were winning. They were succeeding. Right. They were entering into this beautiful, amazing, they were getting out of the wilderness and into this land flowing with milk and honey. And uh, actually, Jenny, she said this. She said, you know, oftentimes we're living in the wilderness and we're telling, we're telling the people in the world, we're telling Egypt, Hey, you know, put that sin down. Come over here. Join us in the wilderness. And they're like, no, I'm having fun over here. Like, <laughs> you, you guys are over there uh, nibbling on manna, you know. Well, notice that the giants weren't in the wilderness. The giants were in the, in the, the promised land. They were yeah. eating the big grapes and the milk and honey. They wanted the good stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. And, and so that's the reason they were there. But that belongs to us. Yes. And it's rightfully ours. And, and, and God wants us to enjoy the best things, the best life, um, in this context of, of, of our life laid down to Jesus. One of the things I think that, and I believe this wholeheartedly 100%, whatever area the enemy has caused you to believe a lie, whether you're walking in fear so or you're walking in lack or you, you can't have a good relationship or your children are... In bondage, whatever, whatever lie, whatever's happened, and the lies come in, or the defeats come in, in the area where your feet, where you feel like I'm the weakest and most defeated, is the area that God wants yes. has designed yes. to make you victorious, to literally slay that giant, and then to lead other people in victory. Okay. And that's a lie of the enemy. And if we can realize that, okay, yes, I may be suffering, but God is going to only free me, heal me, deliver yes. me, and then I'm going to free others because I'm going into the promised land. I'm going to start walking in abundance and help other people yes. get out of it as well. Well, the, the, see, the, what's amazing is there were many cities that they had to go. Actually, third, they, they defeated 31 different kings. Okay. Do you know what city they went for first? What? The biggest and the hardest. They went for Jericho first. Wow. So it was a, it was a brilliant military strategy because Jericho was the biggest stronghold in, 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 in the entire Promised Land. It had huge walls, fortified. They and it's just, Joshua was awesome. He's like, we're going straight for the big one. Like we're not starting with like a small little village. Yeah, we're not going to warm up to this. No, 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 no. We're going to go for it. And so I, what you were saying there, what's that thing that has held you, bound you for your whole life? 
that's what God wants to deal with first. Yes. He, 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 he can and will give you victory in yes. that area. Yes. I, it, there's no question about it. And, and so go study Jericho. Like that, that's how God wants to give you victory. In I that went area. to Jerusalem and this was in 2009 and we went to Jericho. Now I would love to go back because I bet they've completely excavated those walls, yeah. but they had just got to the top of where those walls are. Amazing. You know, those walls that have been buried over from yeah. years of war, whatever. And those walls were so wide. You couldn't even imagine. They were like so wide and it's crazy. And, um, it just gave us an idea of, you know, it took a lot of faith to go do what they did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, do what God says. Say what God says. Think, think the way God thinks. That, it, you know, by, by all conventional military strategy, they, they, that was the craziest thing yeah, that they did. Yeah, it was the did. dumbest it, thing. It was the dumbest did. thing. They walk around blowing horns, yelling. Like, and, and so that's why we have to, once again, be strong and courageous. That's why God said, Joshua, just do what I do. Okay? I'm going to tell you to do some crazy stuff. All right? As long as you just 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 rest in me, know that I'm out. in charge here. You're not in charge. Like it, you you going and, and, and getting victory in the promised land. It's not up to you. You just got to be obedient, and I'm going to bring the victory. I'm going to bring the increase. And we have to just continue, continue to remind ourselves once again. That's the difference between self help and Christianity. Yeah. Self help says get your act together, change your life. Jesus says die, and and, and die to your old life and come and live. And I. I will be the hope of you. Yeah, he says, I'm going to make you new. I'm going to make all things new. So exactly, self-help wants to make your life better. Jesus wants to make your life new. No, no, no other thing in the world promises to make all things new. Right, you know? right. Like no, no mechanic in the world would say, hey, bring your broken car to me. I'll make it Well, a new. lot of the self-help, a lot of it is just, it's biblical principles. Exactly right. They, they, without the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. They've stumbled onto the Word of God without yeah. the, the God but of Word. But you yeah. try to live right, just try to do it on your own good merit, it will not, you will fail. It's horrible. Because on our own, we can't. But through Him... Through him and that redemptive process, yes, we can do all things. And so the self-help actually makes sense at that point because it's not self-help. It's literally you're walking in a new yes. way of thinking, a new way of being, a the, new way of doing. The reason I bring the self-help thing up is because I think we need to be really discerning in these times as believers because you hear a lot of different stuff going on around in the church. And I think it's important for us to think about those things. What separates walking with Jesus from the world saying, I want to become a better person. We, we really need to be able to articulate that. Yeah. Um, you know, be, because if we're not careful, we can kind of slip into just, oh, I just want to make my life better. That's not what this is about. No. That's not what the promised land was about. The promised land was about them knowing God more and, and, and stepping into their inheritance with, with God. It wasn't just about land. It was about them learning to trust God. It was about them, it's about them learning to walk with God. It's about them learning how to do what God does, say what God says, think the way that God thinks. Right. That's the journey. That's and, the success. And, and here's the deal. When we do that, success is a byproduct. That's exactly right. Healing happens. A uh, 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 financial blessing happens because we begin to think different about our money. We begin to live according to the godly principles yes. until God does bless us. Yeah. And he wants to bless us. That's the whole point. But 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 it's 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 about the process and 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 when we're in that process we get to eat the big grapes and and the milk and honey. You, you know? know, it's another thing that I I've watched. You know, I've seen people be blessed and acquire lots of money that don't know Jesus, and I've seen the emptiness of that once they realize I've got this and I'm still not happy. Yeah, and then I've seen 
people that have dedicated their lives to Jesus and they are so in love with Jesus and they've acquired much blessing, but that blessing is nothing more than a tool in their hand. Yeah. And if God said, write a check and empty out your account, they would do it. Do it. Because it's Jesus that has changed their life, yes. not money. Yes. It's Jesus that's changed their life, not mammon. It's Jesus that's changed their life, not the hottest new girl or the hottest yes. new boy or, you know, uh, being famous or some false identity. Our yeah. identity has to be Christ. Some of us, some Christians will be famous. Yes. Some, many Christians will be rich. Yes. But that's not where identity is. That's exactly right. And I think, too, the overall kind of thing of this topic is, for the listener, too, is going like, what have, in Joshua 13, they, they, God said something amazing to Joshua in the first verse of Joshua 13. They had conquered a lot. I mean, they, they had gained a lot of ground. And God comes to Joshua and says, Joshua, there's still more land to be conquered. Joshua was in his dying years. He said, there's still more land. And so, so what is the still more land for you? <laughs> like, what, what have you just kind of given up on? You're like, you know what? I fought the fight. I've walked with the Lord. I've got a lot of stuff free, but yeah. that one little area. That one area, I just, you know, I just, I'll never have victory. You know, I'll never see my child come to the Lord. I'll, I'll never start that business just because it's like, I know I have that dream in my heart. Or, or I'll never see my marriage reconciled. I'll never be free from pornography or, or, or from wh- whatever in my life. And, and, and not accepting that anymore and realizing that's wilderness thinking. Yes. It's not promised land thinking. Yes. And, and, and say, let's, let's step into what Jesus died for. He didn't just die for us to leave Egypt. Right. <laughs> for us to be forgiven. He died for us to enter into the promised land. He died for us to walk in the entirety of his will, purpose, and plan for us. Yes. In the entirety. Not just a portion of it, but to complete it. To step in yes. to the promises that he has promised. The prophetic words. The 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 regeneration of your family, yeah. the 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 rewrite your story, the honor of your name. I was in one place uh, this last week, and a prophetic word came forth, and I can't remember exactly, but it, basically it was, um, God is uh, the the curse of your grandfather, and your father will never be the curse of you. You're walk, you're rewriting your story. God's rewriting your story, and this this man came on to talk about how his you know his granddaddy had done something and went to jail, killed somebody and his That's dad. A, yeah. and, I mean, just some bad things that happened. And, and God, but God had, God is totally rewriting his story. God wants to. And that's what God did for me. I mean, you know, me and your mother, we were two alcoholics kids. I mean, we came into this town and we lived on the other side of the tracks and our parents were alcoholics and it was a terrible scenario. But God rewrote our story. Yes. He rewrote our story. And now our children are walking in the blessing of that rewritten story. Yes. Yes. Th- exactly. Th- think of the, 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 the effects. Your life doesn't happen in a vacuum. It affects people. And so your victories don't happen in, happen in a vacuum either. No. Right? No. If our failures don't happen in a vacuum, our victories don't happen in a vacuum. You, 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 the, the unrealized victory in your life, uh, uh, whenever you realize it, it, it it's going to affect generations. In, in ways you don't even understand. So, so, so don't settle. Don't settle for defeat. No. And and because um, and it takes strength. It takes courage. It does. It takes all these things. It's a process. But but you know we're 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 not we're not called to to just settle. You know God God wants He wants to give us more. I, I, I was thinking too. We have to think of this in the in the paradigm of a family. Okay. 
God didn't just invite us. So, so God invited us into a kingdom, right? We know that. God invited us into the church. There's all these different angles of, of, of who we are. But we're also in a family with a father who loves us and wants the best for us. Yes. And, and understanding from that paradigm is that you have a father now. Um, I think Todd White said, I saw a quote from him. He said, he said you've been refathered now in right. the kingdom. Refathered. <laughs> like, That's you're, awesome. You're being refathered. And you, you have a father who, like, he wants the best for you. He doesn't want you to stay addicted or to stay defeated or to stay or, 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 or just get by financially or, you know, not take that risk with, your, with, with that business idea of writing that book. He wants to see you. Like, like, my, like we just celebrated Mother's Day. And I posted this picture of my mom uh, that that uh, of her kind of showing. It's like a her. I saw that. My, that my face great. is on the camera, and you can just see her. It's just so classic. Like she was so proud of me. Like, hey, look at my son. Look at Jack. You know, and she's always talking about me. Like Jack's amazing. You know, and that's the father. That's how he. That's the heart us. of the father. Yes. My mom's not better than God. No. She no. gets that from God. She's like, and so so God is so proud of you. He wants you to succeed. He, he's the best parent that has ever existed. But he, he wants you to succeed from a place of wholeness and true identity. That's exactly right. And relying on him. Because if we don't succeed that way, it becomes empty. And, and I have seen lots of people very successful that want to end their life. Think about it. All the money in the world, all the success well, in the world. When, when I say success, I mean real success. Yes. I mean success that's transferable into heaven. Yes. Okay? Yes. There, 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 there's a success that ends here, and I don't want that kind of success. No. I want the success that goes there. That transfers to heaven. Yes. Uh, we're going to take a, a few minutes and have another song, and then we're going to come back and we're going to pray for you.
been so uh, thrilled about today's um, meeting and and um, podcast with, with Jack here on BPN Radio. We're so excited about this program. Talking about the promised land and what God is doing and what God is calling us to and really stepping into our inheritance. Stepping into our God-given inheritance and what real success. I love what Jack said. He wants success that transfers into heaven. Now that is a powerful statement. Success that transfers into heaven. See, there's all kinds of success in this world, and there's all kinds of labels, and everybody has their different way of looking at success. But the success that really matters is success that is transferable to heaven. Lord, I just thank you for the people that are listening today. I thank you, God, that you are giving us eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to obey, and courage, courage to walk in to our promised land and face the giants of the land. Maybe it's yes. giants of fear, giants of generational problems, giants of failure that maybe we've we've dealt with in the past. But God, you are calling us to a place of victory. Yes. And all we have to do is just have courage, have courage and do what you say. And I just declare that there is an anointing for courage yes, that is going out yes. across this radio uh, program today, an anointing for courage and to do right. We're going to hear what the Lord said. We're going to say what God says. We're going to see what God says. We're going to do what God says. We're going to speak what God says. We're going to think what God says. We're going to walk in the fullness of his victory and allow him to transform us. Pastor Jack. God, we just thank you. I thank you for every person that's listening. We thank you for the journey they're on. God, that they're, they're, uh, they're in your hands, yes. Lord, that you're not, you're not wringing your hands worried about their life. God, you are excited about their future. Yes. Uh, you are secure. Um, you're, not, you're not worried. You're not stressed. You're not fretting. So we just thank you, God. I pray that we rest in you, Lord, and, and that, that we would be strong and courageous yes. and fearless as we run into the battle, God. And, and, and like, like Joshua, did, they, they, would, they would find the biggest stronghold. They, they'd just go after the biggest giant. They'd go after Jericho. I, I pray that, that you give them, yes. them courage to go after the biggest one, Father. And so we just thank you, Lord Jesus, that nothing's impossible with you. Jesus, that your blood is the most powerful yes. thing on the pl- in the universe, God, that it, it can do things that are absolutely impossible to man. So we just thank you for total transformation yes. of hearts and minds. Yes. You change the way we think, Father. Lord, help us to think the way you think, God. Uh, that we wouldn't just be negative and thinking down on ourselves, God, but we think like you think, like yes. the Father thinks about us. Yes. Jesus said that, that, that he, 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 his identity was in the Father. So I pray that we would know that we are loved by our Father. You're cheering us on. You're excited about our future. And God, that you, you will give us everything we need for life and godliness. We have it right now in Jesus. Success that is transferable to heaven. That's going to, that, that statement is rings so true in my spirit yes, because see, that is where God is leading us. He's leading us to that 
kind of success, success that not just here on the earth, but that is transferable in heaven. And not only transferable in heaven, but transferable generationally, that we're leaving a legacy for our children and children's children. And we're going to do great exploits. I just declare the blessing of the Lord. I want to invite you to to uh, register for Her Voice December the 7th and 8th, warrior-chicks.com. Don't miss that. That is a life-changing event at the end of this year. Uh, we're believing God for great things, and I want to see every lady out there that can be out there. Um, also, you can you can look at uh, Jack Mooring. Yeah, yeah. If you follow just uh, on social, just at Jack Mooring on Instagram. Okay, at Twitter. Jack Mooring on Instagram and Twitter. Listen, uh, this young man, and it's not because he's my nephew. It's because it's the truth. He is uh, a just prolific in in what God gives him and what he delivers and uh, you will be so blessed by following him and seeing what God is doing in him and Whitney's life and we honor you today and I just pray you have an amazing day we'll see you next week for the past hour you've been listening to the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host for more information concerning this program go to bpnradio.com